Hey everyone, welcome to The Withering Effect. This is episode 37 and today's date is March 23rd, 2020 and I am Duds, or Duds versus known to the rest of everyone. And I am Jimbo, also known as Jimbo Slice 23 Uh, what have you been up to this week, Duds? Butchering the intro. That's yeah. what I've been up to. <laughs> I almost butchered it. I just gave you a long ah, so yeah. I finished. When in doubt, go with ah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's the Mondayest Monday ever today. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that saying. Yeah, so this past week, it's been a lot of uh, my own survival episode stuff. I've been doing a decent amount of work on stream, actually, which is weird because streams for me usually aren't a uh, get a lot of progress done type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I traveled, I found jungle, got some jungle saplings, moved some villagers, bred some villagers, just lots of like little things. So I was behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a mending villager, which is sweet. Oh, yeah. I got, he's 18 emeralds, so he's not expensive either. No, it's not bad. Um, So I was working on finally getting diamond armor. For people who are watching the series or whatever, it's like I've been wearing golden leather armor the entire time. Basically, whatever zombies drop from my grinder is what I've been wearing. <laughs> now, that being said, it's decent armor. Like, my boots have Depth Strider 3, Protection 4, Feather Falling 4, and yeah. uh, Unbreaking 3. They're It's decent gear. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that the gear that's been dropping lately, like you can get, it, it's not the best kind, the leather mm-hmm. or gold, it won't last long, but they don't have bad enchantments on it, especially for early game. Yeah, and that's one thing I wanted to bring up, so I'm making this diamond armor, right? I'm getting better enchantments off loot zombies are dropping than I'm getting from the enchantment table. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happened to the enchantment table, but getting multiple enchanted items on one piece of armor is mm. next to impossible nowadays. Yeah, and that makes it hard to keep diamonds because yeah. you you got to combine two chest plates, which are eight diamonds a piece. I mean, that's that's an yeah. expensive chest plate. Well, I was talking in my episode that I finally I finally maxed out and I, and I got my good armor complete with mending all over it and stuff it's the most expensive armor set i've ever had in minecraft it cost over a stack of diamonds to make jeez and i was and just like are you kidding me that's that's the beauty about the villagers like you can get your armor from the villagers i don't think you can get every piece of armor but you can get something you know with yeah. certain enchantment but then you, you got to hope they have a good enchantment on it if not mm-hmm. i mean there is the grindstone so Right, that's true too. But I don't think the grindstone takes away like curses. So if you get stuck Mm. with a curse, you're kind of stuck. Yeah, it is a curse. Yeah, so I got the most expensive armor known to man. And I've been wearing that. I also, to get emeralds and stuff to trade. (laughs) Hang on. Y'all didn't hear that, but I just coughed really loudly. (laughs) I moved a cleric down into my zombie grinder. Which I didn't record because I didn't think it would be that interesting. But it was the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. So to get to my zombie grinder, you go through my AFK fishing area. And I've got a ladder that drops you like 30 blocks. And then you can walk around the corner and boom, there's the grinder, right? Well, to move the cleric, I don't have rails and stuff like that. I'm broke. Iron at this point was still a real pain to get. So I was like, how do I move this stuff? And I'm looking into... 
mechanics of villagers and stuff and it's like oh yeah they want to go to their little workbench or point of interest block multiple mm. times a day so what did i do <laughs> i took a brewing stand put it like 10 blocks in front of the villager he went oh brewing stand and walked towards it and i'd break the brewing stand move that 10 blocks and he, oh brewing stand and <laughs> took leaving him with candy yeah i only had to move him like 40 blocks so I did two high walls on either side to make sure he kind of stayed in a path and he'd walk up in there. And then when I got into the AFK fishing room, I ripped out the ladder um, and put water at the bottom of the hole. So mm-hmm. as I went up, I broke the ladder and then I put the brewing stand on the other side of the hole. And this villager, as soon as I put that brewing stand, went down, went, oh, brewing stand and like jumped into really? the hole. Just dive bombed. <laughs> Just dive bombed. And then I'm like, thank God I remembered to put water at the bottom Man. of that hole. Cannonball. He just dove right in there, broke the brewing stand, moved him another like 10 or so blocks into place, put the <laughs> brewing stand down, locked him in. I said, bingo. And he's been my main way of getting uh, emerald so far, just trading rotten flesh. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good to have one of those right next to your grinder. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and usually it- you'd... You'd get it. So I mean, before if you would have a cleric, you could always use it with your with your uh, grinder. But I don't they lock up. They used to lock up and stuff. But now with a station, you can keep on trading. Or is it how many trades? You can trade two times a day before they okay. won't work again. Um, but the zombie grinder's so slow that I don't ever get enough rotten flesh to lock him up. Okay, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, and getting the levels to constantly combine armor pieces, it was a very rough, rough, I did it within like two to three days and it's, I'm going to spend an hour getting levels and then I finally get my chest plate done or something. And then I go, I'm going to spend an hour getting more levels and now I've got half my boots done and it sucks so bad. It's to the point where like my next big project is going to be getting levels. And I'm to the point where it's either going to be a gold farm, because I've decided I'm building one before the nether update, or it's going to be a blaze farm, because at least the blaze farm is still useful. If I have to like smelt a lot of stuff at one time, Yeah, I can blaze fuel is a lot easier to get than kelp blocks, which I'm using now. Yeah, they, lo- they last longer too, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure. That being said, I, on stream, I went and I found another fortress. Um, I explored that a little bit, got really scared and chickened out and ran away. <laughs> Mainly because I, ac- I accidentally hit a pigman. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to die. Nope. And it turns out there wasn't enough mobs in the area for some reason, which yeah. I don't understand because I'm playing on hard difficulty. But, yeah, there's that. I ended up going back and... Decided it's now or never, and I built an iron farm. I halfway built an iron farm. Only one stage of two is working, and that's mainly because I need my villagers to breed up again. Because if I were to put... I have six villagers. I've put all of them in the farm. Now I can't breed more villagers, so I I need them to breed at least two more. So, yeah, but my iron farm is working. I put it in a really cool location. I'm not going to do any crazy decorating with it, because I found, like... Golems will spawn in random spots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, not chancing it. And the spot I put it, it's underground. 
turns out there were no caves where I was putting it, which you'd think that'd be awesome. But I have no beacon. <laughs> I have efficiency five. Yeah, that's great. But I have no beacon. So it's like three hours of digging because <laughs> it's just a massive hole. Now, yeah. Now, now, when you make your iron farm, you need the beds uh-huh. for them to produce the golems. If, if you were to make uh, like a sorting area, do they need beds to re-loot or to re-trade twice a day, or they don't need a bed? Yeah, they don't need a bed. My cleric okay. is literally just in a tiny hole with the brewing stand right in front of him. Okay, so just to breed and produce irons, cats. If you want cats, they produce cats now. Yeah, but yeah. But I, the... I just noticed people have like trading areas and stuff, and they have golems running around because they have beds there. And I'm thinking, yeah. do they need them? I don't think they do, but... Yeah, you don't need beds to do trades, but you need beds to produce golems because one of the... So what people forget when they're building the iron farm is they'll build it and a golem doesn't like magically spawn right away. They're like, well, my farm's broken. What the heck's happening? It's like all your villagers in that farm, which is usually three, all three of them have to go through a work cycle. So they all have to touch their work table Mm -hmm. and they all have to at least attempt to sleep before they can call on a yeah. golem. So yeah. it, it sometimes takes a Minecraft day to get going. And I mean, this farm I've had, it's been up and running for maybe like 30 minutes and I've already got two stacks of iron. And I'm just like, holy cow, do I yeah. really need that other cell? And then I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, amazing that's... how easy, how much easier it is to make nowadays. Oh, so much easier. The farm itself took me 10 minutes to build, mm-hmm. maybe 20 minutes to move the three villagers in place. The zombie is the hardest part. And I got really lucky this time with when I put the zombie in because this farm's like 10 blocks in the air. Hmm. But while I was digging it out, I got to a part and I was like, this is where the farm's going to be built. I'm going to go ahead and just build the farm now and then dig out everything underneath it once it's built. And sure enough, as I built the farm, I was like, there's a zombie. I'm going to put him in the cauldron now so I don't have to worry about it later. And sure enough. Yeah, columns. I got golems. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of it for my week. What about you, Jimbo? Uh, well, I did uh, a thing on my channel. I made a channel promo. Mm-hmm. I've got to do one of those too. Yeah, it, it didn't take me too long because I just, I pretty much used my theme music. Mm-hmm. And uh, what took the longest is, you know, going through and grabbing clips, which is kind of similar to my last video. I grabbed some clips for that it's just because it was a season finale. Uh, mm-hmm. this is, uh, the promo of some things on my channel. And, uh, I use maybe like two second clips really quick that kind of went with the song to, uh, show you a little bit of what's, what's to come or yeah. what happened, you know, just future. What to expect when you're watching footage. this channel. Yes, exactly. You explain it way better than me, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I, my channel, a lot of it is, I try to base it on humor. Though, I, you know, I, I do build a lot, and, and I like my farms and stuff. I, I like to try to make people laugh. So I try to use some of that in there, you know, just mm-hmm. to try to promote the humor. Um, and uh, I, I try to make it pretty quick and to the point. You know, I, it's it's only 40 seconds. It doesn't really have to be much longer than that. Yeah. So I kind of, what I did was uh, I got to my mountain. You know, that was my biggest, best build, I felt like. Mm-hmm. So I started there, and uh, as as you're scrolling up the mountain, 
the camera's going up the mountain where I'm sitting at, uh, uh, you see clips that come in and out. And by the time it gets up to me, that's where, you know, I tell a little bit about my channel. But I didn't get too far because I fell. And that's where the humor comes in. But it was a lot of fun. It's pretty easy to make. But, uh, yeah, it, it took a lot more thought than I thought, to be honest. Yeah, it's one of the things. I've not made one of these yet because thinking of something that only takes 40 seconds, but it's to draw a viewer in and mm -hmm. get them to want to be a part of your channel. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Yep. What do, what do people want to see? You know, you, yeah. that's pretty much like, I don't know. I, I always had this mentality where, you know, you only have so many seconds, 10 to 15 seconds to draw in a viewer. So I, mm -hmm. I try to make it as exciting as possible right at the beginning to for them to keep watching, you know. So they can always click next or click off, yeah. but we want them to hit the, we want them to click subscribe. That's what we want. Yeah. I have always liked ZF's little channel promo. I don't know if you've watched that, but it's, mm -hmm. it's hilarious, but ZF's a hilarious person to start with. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of his stuff is based with humor and stuff. Yeah. Not a bad builder, but I, I watch him for the laughs. Gets me every exactly. time. Exactly. You don't watch him for the most efficient redstone build. No, but if, but it's if, it's funny to watch. <laughs> yeah, if any of you guys are watching his series for season seven of Hermitcraft, you understand why I said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, a lot, a lot of it's a lot of my uh, humor is, or a lot of the channel is based off the humor, kind of like his. But mm -hmm. uh, be, besides that, I also went into the Nether in yeah. survival. Now, when the update come out, I, I kind of went creative, and I, I flew around, and I'm looking around, and I did a couple experiments. I was looking at blocks and stuff, but I didn't go in in survival, and this time I did. And yeah. uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to just roam around in there. I, I, I st kind of started out in there just to see, you know, how it would be, how hostile it is. Mm -hmm. The... What is it? The warthogs? Is that what they're called? Uh, hoglins. Hoglins? Are the, mm -hmm. the, just the hogs? Yeah, the hoglins. Aren't the, aren't the hoglins? The, the, no, that's piglins. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Minecraft expert, guys. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the hoglins are pretty much the ones you want to avoid. Yeah. So I, I, unless you have one of those, uh, what, warp mushrooms or fungi? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't really realize it. That I was near one and they kept running from me. And I'm like, yeah, you better walk on. You know, I'm like messing with them. And mm -hmm. here I noticed there was a warp fungus next to me. So I picked it up. And if I were to come across them, I would slap it down real quick. And they would run away if I was yeah. overwhelmed. Because that was my one thing. I didn't know if you have to constantly put it down or if you could hold it in your hand. No, Yeah, you have to put it down. They don't recognize it in your hand. So Which stinks because that'd be a great thing for the offhand. To yeah. just hold one of those fungus. Yeah, like a like you're in a bubble. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was I was holding it. I was like, they can't touch me with this. I just realized that. And this is like an hour in to me exploring the nether. Which, yeah. uh, when I came into the nether, I was in a spot I couldn't really get out. Kind of put myself mm -hmm. in a hard place. But nether rack is pretty easy to mine out, even with your hand. It might take a minute, but it's a lot quicker than stone. or mm -hmm. uh, it, it, It's... It's insta-mine, kind of, but not with your hand, but it's pretty quick. So once I got to the uh, the biome, the warp biome, 
I was able to get my wood and get my pickaxe and that led to gold. There's gold pretty abundant, you know, so I was able to I was able to get gold boots fairly easy and then I could blend in with the piglins. Uh-huh. And that's where you barter to get more items. So I I was real interested in the bartering bartering part because all the a lot of the mining I've done was, you know, in survival by hand. I didn't do it in creative and give them a bunch of gold. I had to go look for this stuff. And uh I noticed you get crying obsidian more than regular obsidian. Uh-huh. I didn't think that was a thing. And crying obsidian, you can't make a portal with anymore. So I wanted obsidian yep. to, you know, try to make my way out. But I I was getting a lot of different things that I really didn't realize. They, they'll throw you like 20 to 30 iron nuggets really? at once. Yeah, if you give them, it's got to be an ingot. You can't give them... Uh, armor gold armor you can't give them a gold pickaxe you can't give them a gold nugget it's got to be a gold ingot they won't yeah. take anything else and uh yeah like i think uh they threw me like 16 string at once Jeez. Uh, yeah they throw you a lot they throw you something they're throwing you a lot of it except for obsidian you get one uh pearls i got like six ender pearls they threw me i'm like wow they're pretty generous these guys are pretty cool but uh yeah, I just made my way around to different biomes, just exploring a little bit in survival. And uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot mm-hmm. more fun. It's not as hard as it may seem because gold is pretty abundant. And if you have some type of gold armor on, you'll be just fine. Yeah, just I did see, like, if you don't want to mine the gold ore, if you have a silk touch, you can put that in the furnace and you'll get an ingot, kind of mm. like ironworks. Yeah. So... I know if you break it, you get nuggets, but if yeah. you furnace it, you'll get an ingot. So yeah. there's a way to be more efficient in your mining endeavors if you can get a silk touch pickaxe. Yes, and I did notice I I had a, a wood pickaxe at first, and you can mine the gold with the wood pickaxe, but I was getting maybe four to five ingots with mm-hmm. that. With yeah, the so gold, yeah, it's not too bad. With the gold, I might have got six, seven, uh-huh. the gold pickaxe, and uh, I'd really didn't experiment after that i was able to get you know the gold nuggets to make a or uh iron nuggets to get the iron pickaxe eventually and that's what i used i really i i i don't i think the gold pick and the iron pick actually gave you the same amount but right i would suggest smelting it if you could but you got to have silk touch for that, so... Yeah. And the only real way to get out of the nether, if you trap yourself in there, though, is the bartering, right? Because you need a diamond yeah. pickaxe to mine obsidian, so you're not going to be getting any obsidian. Well, I don't think you can just find obsidian in the nether yet, can you? I know there well, was talks of, like, abandoned portals might be a thing. Well, there's there's always the nether fortress. I think I found two pieces in there. Um, okay. Yeah, there, I found a couple diamonds in the nether fortress which i was able to make a sword yeah so there's still other places to loot but bartering bartering was huge i i had a full inventory just from bartering and Uh uh it was was just cool to see the rates and stuff and i uh, they threw uh what was it fire potions or fire Uh resistance potions at me they were splashed they threw splash potions of fire resistance um I got the uh, Soul Speed level three boots. They were iron, but I was just, I was really uh, those are those are more rare, but uh, probably more common than Obsidian. Pretty crazy. Cool. 
I'm wondering how like the bartering system is going to work when it fully comes out. I know they've played with it a couple already, but I mean, my grand goal is to build a nice gold farm and have those guys, piglins, attached to the gold farm. So I like can flip a switch and instead of storing the gold ingots, it mm-hmm. just starts throwing the gold ingots at these piglins. Yeah, it's raining. <laughs> they could start bartering. Of course, now I'm going, how the heck am I going to get a piglin above the nether? That's going to be the hard part. I know you can still break bedrock and stuff like that, but as far as I can tell, it's still a lot of work. And really, most anyone breaks one block at a time. Yeah. And moving a mob vertically one block at a time is kind of a pain. Ooh, mm-hmm. you could, because mobs can climb scaffolding and ladders, if I'm correct. You could do a scaffolding block or a ladder through that one wide hole and then take off your gold armor. And hopefully they'll chase you through the yeah, hole. Yeah, that's a good idea. That could be something. Yeah, it's one way to get them up there. Mm-hmm. But uh, was that it for your adventure in the nether? Yeah, I... I'd like to go a little more in depth, but I have an idea for it. So I'd like to stop there. But I do want to say it was a lot of fun. Uh, It can get hostile. There wasn't as many gas as I thought. Like, I I know there was before. I think Mm -hmm. they kind of chilled out on that a little bit. Endermen, there's a good bit of Endermen in there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I I found the piglins in the Nether Waste. They're abundant in in the Crimson. But... Yeah, uh, besides that, that's about it. Yeah, I knew Endermen and the Nether have become abundant because that's where I'm getting all my Ender Pearls from. Hmm. (laughs) Every time I'm in the Nether, I just kind of look around and there's at least three or four I can see. Mm -hmm. And I just go at them and kill them. Of course, now I'm fully protected in diamond armor, so I don't have to hide under a too high platform. I can just walk up to them and start smacking the crap out of them. Yeah, granted, I got way more Pearls bartering than... That's true. So I didn't really have to attack. Pretty cool. All right, but let's go ahead and jump into the Minecraft news because I'm sure that's what a lot of people are here for, considering yeah. how our survey episode went last week. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you guys listened all the way through that, thank you so much. You don't understand how much that survey really helps us. So yeah. we're already trying to implement cool stuff from that survey. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Anyways, on to the news. We got Snapshot 20W12A. This is kind of, I, I'm calling it the cool Snapshot. Because this is when they're implementing <laughs> features that have been requested for a while, and they're pretty nifty. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and read through the features, and then we'll go back and we'll talk about each one individually before we get into the changes and bugs, fixes, and everything like that. So the first feature is they've added the respawn anchor, and the respawn anchor is a block you can build out of crying obsidian, and isn't what's the other glowstone? Glowstone. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like six. Uh, crying obsidian and three glowstone and that'll create this respawn anchor which you can charge up using four glowstone blocks and that gives you four respawn points when you die that one was building up my bad (laughs) i do want to mention before you move on i did not know how to make those i wanted to make one of those and i didn't Mm -hmm. know how to craft one so yeah, I want Thank to say you it's for telling three, yes, three crying obsidian on top, three glowstone in the middle, and then three crying obsidian in the bottom. It's like a glowstone sandwich. Okay. Yeah, I must have missed that part in the snapshot news, but Yeah. Uh so yeah, you'll re- you get a max respawn uh, four times. My thing is I haven't seen anyone like if I set one of these things and I mm-hmm. walk away and I sleep in a bed, is it still gonna teleport me to the nether when I die? That's like, a good point. 
Does this anchor override everything? Yeah, it depends where you die, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And if I come back into the nether, do I need to, like, re-click this anchor and get reset? Yeah, those are good questions. I don't know. I said we were going to go through all this, and then we stopped on the first one. Yeah. Let's get back to it, and then we can get back to this respawn anchor. Right. They've added polished basalt. So you just take your basalt you mine, and you put it in your furnace. And now you've got a smooth-ish, I'm adding the ish, texture mm-hmm. to your basalt. Warped and crimson nylium can now be mo- uh, bone-mealed to get like the fungi and the weird grass-style uh, vegetation. Yeah, I think it's a good word for that. Also... Hose are now the appropriate tool for sponges and wet sponges. Hose are getting a lot of work done lately. Yeah. But anyways, let's, let's move back to that respawn anchor because it's such a cool block. One, it's very mm-hmm. pretty. Yeah. I love the texture. I love how a lot of the new textures are starting to get animations with them. Yep. And the fact that the top is portal-ish, one, confuses the crap out of me because you can't walk through the block. And from what I can tell, you don't respawn on the block. You respawn next to the block. Mm -hmm. So I don't get that, but it's a very cool texture. The fact that it's got this like uh, sun texture that Mm -hmm. lights up to let you know how many charges you have left. So if you put, if you have no glowstone in there, there's no yellow sun style gem. And then if you put one in there, there's like a quarter of the sun. If you put two in there, you got half so on and so on until you get four yeah also as you put the glowstone in the respawn anchor lets off more and more light which i think's a great little nod to the fact that you're putting glowstone in it yeah. so the glowstone's making this block brighter and brighter yeah that is pretty clever do you like it sorry i had to take a big drink i'm sure you guys can hear me starting to want to cough <laughs> i barely coughed all day and then we sit down to the podcast and it's just like yep <clears throat> That's how it it's, goes. I have trouble drink. with my drinks. So, like, right yeah. before the podcast, I'll take a drink, and I don't know if I'm breathing at the, at the wrong time, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it goes down the wrong wrong pipe sometimes before the podcast, and i got to kind of yeah. cough it out. Yeah. Well, for me, it's I can go hours without saying a word to anybody, and then we sit down and do the podcast. I mean, you are talking for about an hour before we do the recording, and then we're talking for about another hour doing the recording. And then we're talking for about another hour after the recording. So I'm just constantly talking. Yeah. It's making me cough a lot. Which of which. So much editing is going to go into this video, by the way, guys. Um, yeah, so Respawn Anchor. I'm trying to think if there's anything I've missed. The big thing is I want to know, will a Respawn Banker override your bed? Or if you sleep in a bed after setting one of these things and it still has charges... Will your bed override that? Kind of like how you can sleep in multiple beds and whatever your last bed you slept in will override it. Yeah, that is a good question. Never really thought about that. <laughs> I oh, noticed also, they, uh, they made uh, like a PvP arena with that anchor because you can respawn right next to it. And mm-hmm. if you put four glowstone in there, if you were to fight someone, it would keep your score. And I thought that was a really cool way to use it. Yeah. But I think it's only active in the nether. You can't use it outside. Well, here's the other thing. If you put down the respawn anchor and Mm -hmm. you put four charges in there, 
do I know that you put four charges in there? Like, if I randomly walk up on this, will it show four charges? Or will it be empty, and then I have to put the glowstone in? Or could I, like, uh, put one charge take in some there of your... Someone, yeah. Well, can I just click on it, not take or not put any charges in there, and just take one of your charges without you knowing? Hmm. Didn't it's hear tricky that. Stuff. But now I'm curious if, like, someone has half of a charged up obsidian block, can you put two more, and both of you have charges in the same block? Right. They did mention that player UID changed, mm-hmm. and it's to allow. Uh, setting spawns and other biomes or not biomes but uh worlds such as the nether in the end so i think it kind of keeps track individually i think it's going to work like an ender chest yeah okay if that makes I'm sense not, i'm not sure it'd just be cool if like four people came up and they all put a glowstone in there so if anyone died they would all respawn at that one block well i mean they would because they all put a charge in there yeah, I was but just if one person died that. four times, I have the feeling it's only going to respawn them once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the player UI. Yeah. Also, the uh, respawn anchor only works in another. If you okay. put it in the overworld, if you put it in the end, and you click on it, it's going to blow up like a bed. Okay, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Don't use it anywhere else, even though it's such a good-looking block. Like, I have ideas where you could put this somewhere and use it kind of like a lamppost and stuff and it's like uh come on yeah no everything's got to blow up <laughs> you can't even place it i don't know but if you're using it for a light block you have to put glowstone in it for it to get okay. bright i think by itself it has a light level of two so it's like uh yeah that's a shame yeah but let's go on to the polished basalt yeah. Because this is a really cool thing, but also feels like it's missing something at the same time. I'll let you talk about that for a second. Yeah, so I know exactly what it's missing. <laughs> the smooth variant. Now, it smelts to become the polished. And it's kind of similar. I mean, if you have a polished andesite, it's going to look like the regular andesite to polished. Which is what they did. Fine. But you're smelting it. And usually it becomes smooth. And I feel like we need a smooth variant of the basalt that looks mm-hmm. similar to the netherite block. Because a lot of people want to play with that block and a lot of people, a lot of people aren't. So I feel like uh, it, it's not going to have the same you know, uh, attributes. It's not going to work on a beacon. It's not going it, to... It's just for looks. And I feel like they can come up with something, you know, maybe three variants of that basalt block. Mm-hmm. Now I did. think their their biggest problem in all of this is the fact that they made the netherite block look so good. They should have just made it purple and no one would care. That's a good point. <laughs> no one likes yeah. purple. So just make it like that and no one would have a problem. Yeah, it 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 just looks like it'd be so usable in so many different ways. Um mm-hmm. I I did get a suggestion. I uh, can't read it cuz I turned my phone off, which is a great idea for me to do. Oh. <laughs> It was from uh, Gamertron13 on Twitter. He mentioned, what if you could uh, take your basalt, combine it with iron, and call it Fool's Netherite? It would look like the netherite block, except it wouldn't, you know, it would be like what I said, the smooth variant of the basalt. And I thought Mm -hmm. that was a great idea, like to see something like that happen. Yeah, I could see it. I would rather just be able to take, like, if you take polished basalt 
and maybe you take four polished basalt you can then make a smooth basalt kind of like how you take cobblestone and you smelt it you get smooth stone but then you take that and you can create stone bricks so instead of creating the smooth texture through the furnace because they've already gone with polished i don't know yeah or if you smelt it twice like you get cobble to stone to smooth stone so yeah maybe if you smelt it twice it could yeah it could... maybe smelting it again is, yeah uh, yeah we know. want the nether right we want that block to play with can we get it can we get one of those well, i'm fine with the texture of the basalt mm-hmm. i i shouldn't say texture the coloration of the the texture is really yeah. good i think it's a very useful thing but the texture in itself to me will have a very limited uh use i i have a couple uses or uses already for it but to be able to take that and get the uh, texture of the netherite but with the coloration of basalt would be super useful yeah yeah i agree yeah there, there's there are ways to use basalt but yeah that netherite block it just that's the only thing on my mind right now sorry excuse me all right well we're gonna move on for that we're gonna get into the warped crimson nihilium bone mealification going on so mm-hmm. before basically to get this vegetation you'd have to pick it yourself i think shears are the way to go just like it is for grass in the overworld you don't have to do that now i think that was kind of going to be a given feature at some point it's kind of like you do it this way in the overworld you kind of got to do it this way in the nether and sure enough now you can yeah i i did try that when i was in the nether i would take uh warp vines or the Uh warped what is it the spiral Twist. You're talking about the twisty vines? Yeah, the twisty vines. And uh, to get up to places, I could take bone meal from a skeleton that I killed and uh, mm-hmm. was able to get up to different places. I was able to use that. Yeah. And to get down, you could do the same with the crimson vines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it does give a different element. I like it. And it's random. You know, you, you, you bone meal it. It could go one, one extra length or f- seven. Yeah. It's pretty random. But... This added feature is talking about how now you can get the grass and fungi and all that stuff. So if you basically you were wanting a fungi farm, you could just bone meal the nylium. Okay. And you'd get a bunch of fungi. Okay. I thought it was the twisted vines in the... No, that was last snapshot. Was that the last... Okay. We've, we've talked about that. <laughs> oh, okay. Jibosa yeah, lost in days. This is what happens when you play seven days to die seven days a week. Well, I, I've been playing <laughs> the past few days, that's for sure. <laughs> but I figured I'd throw it out there while I, you know, mm-hmm. experienced it for myself. Exactly. Uh, also, hoes are now the appropriate tool for sponges and wet sponges. A little weird. Yeah. I wouldn't think to use a hoe to mine sponges, but you got to do what you got to do. It yes, just there's means something. I'll be car- yeah, I'll be carrying around a hoe a lot more than mm-hmm. I would have before. Probably which in Which kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it'll pretty... be in the under chest. I'm pretty set on my tools that I'm I'm mm-hmm. gonna carry around. I'm not gonna. I'll have a hoe on hand now, but I know what you mean. But See, it, I, it's nice to have you know a tool for that. It used to take forever. It seemed like it took forever to mine out sponges and wet sponges, but now it's instant. Yeah, and I've changed how I use tools. Like I used to never carry my Fortune three pickaxe with me. Basically, my Silk Touch was my daily driver, mm-hmm. and now I'm to the point where I carry both on me, and it's like. Every once in a while, I'm like, hey, I could probably use some cobblestone, and I just switch mm-hmm. and rack up some cobblestone that way. Yep. Yeah, but you've got some changes that happened in the snapshot. Let's talk about those. Yes. Uh, first change, when fishing, 
treasure loot can now only be obtained by fishing in open waters. That's a big one. Do you yeah, want me to keep reading? Uh, yeah, go ahead and keep reading. We'll come back and talk to it because some of these aren't that big of a deal. Okay. Uh, next is reduced maximum distance. A bee can water can wander away from its home hive when randomly wandering to around 22 blocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, nether gold ore can now be mined with any type of pickaxe and drops a few gold nuggets. Uh, yep. Parrots imitate hostile mobs less often. Often, Jeez, it's so Monday here. It's so Monday. Yeah. I can't even talk. Words <laughs> are hard, man. Yeah, I'm having trouble. Parrots do not randomly imitate hostile mobs when game mode is on peaceful. Thank you, Mojang. Yeah. Uh, new, new mood detections algorithm for cave sounds is the last one. That one's pretty cool. cool. All right, let's go back to this AFK fishing thing. Yeah. People let's... are mad. Yeah. A lot of people aren't too happy. In yeah. my in my opinion, it's not that big of a deal. I didn't really, mm-hmm. I don't know, it kind of makes sense just by the what you can get from the villagers nowadays and how easy it is to obtain, to obtain a certain villager. Uh, 100% agree. As someone who's just started a new world and really depended on that afk fishing for the first week in the world i got nothing but food from that sucker mm-hmm. and it, it's not worth it that being said there's already people who have figured out a way around this open water thing to build afk fishers yeah so i mean let's face it it's the redstone community Moying's going to change something and they're immediately going to come up with a new farm to get back what they just lost that's what they do yeah. I'm with Jimbo in the fact that it's much easier to find a village, to breed some villagers, and trade with villagers more than it is looting a fishing rod. Yeah. It took me three days to get armored up. It it took a week, and I didn't get a single useful book other than Unbreaking 3 from an AFK fisher. That wow. being said, I was armored up by zombie drops from a zombie grinder a lot faster than anything else so yeah yeah now you do still get fish if you were to use this regular design it's just the treasured loot now Mm -hmm. you can still get xp so it could be a good source of xp if you like to use it but Mm -hmm. i what what i think people are more mad about is them not having a choice now because some people decide if they're going to use it or not if you don't Mm want to use it you don't have to use it but the fact that they don't have a choice now, it's broken. And the ones, yeah. the, the farms that they made up now that they tried to fix, there, there is a, there is a farm made to get treasure loot, but it's very slim. You're not going to get much. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I was going to be on the boat of use it just to get the food, just to get the fish, and you get XP. So mm-hmm. there you go. But I'm to the point now where you think about it chicken farm is way more useful to produce food because you don't have to be with it it can just run in the background while you're doing other stuff more important stuff like finding diamonds because that diamond armor is going to cost a lot yeah that's a good point i don't know um i'm for it i don't mind it at all so yeah me neither yeah let's go to the maximum distance of beacon wanderers now around 22 blocks thank the lord yeah i wish they can wander to water constantly that would be my ideal fix change oh i mean just make it so if they see water they avoid it kind of like the hoglins avoid the fungus i'm talking dive right into it 
But yeah, I don't know how many bees I've lost because they just wander off and never come back. Because like they will wander out of range of the hive, and they're like, mm-hmm. I don't know where the hive is, so I'm just gonna stay here now. I noticed in videos that people will be out in the middle of the ocean, and there's a bee. I'm like, yeah. why? Why is there a bee out there? So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I'm just joking around with the whole. I wish they would dive in water. I'm not a big bee fan mm-hmm. in real life, so I'm kind of. You know, on the fence about the bees in Minecraft, but the honey's great, so you want to keep your bees, and they've been dying a lot because of the whole wandering thing, so it makes sense. It's a good change. Yeah. The last big new thing would be the new mood detection algorithm for cave sounds. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited for that. I'm tired of getting creepy cave noises on the surface. Yeah. I'll be in my house, and there's a creepy cave noise, and I'm just like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. That, What's that? That being... That being said, I've been doing a little bit of caving around my place to light up. There was a cave right underneath my house. Mm. It's wherever my ocean wall was. Yeah. I was down there because I'm trying to kill uh, trident guys where they drowned. Because I'm like, if I get a trident, I'm going to be conquering an ocean monument here soon. But I haven't had one spawn with a trident yet. Mm. But anyways, yeah. New cave sounds. I'm looking forward to that. Maybe that means there's a cave update coming in the future. Yeah, I think so they're kind of pointing that way. Yeah, it's kind of what everyone's asking for. Yep, and they've been let's listening. The, yeah, let's get into the bugs because we're running pretty late on this episode. Yeah, and again, we were worried we wouldn't have <laughs> enough to talk about. Yeah, well, because of the survey, we're trying to take our time and talk more about the news and what we've done this week, going more in depth on stuff. So again, thank you guys for the survey. If you like this new way of doing it, let us know, and we'll keep doing it this way. But yeah, bugs real quick. The big one, the granddaddy of them all, MC-113809, chorus flower plant, bamboo, sugarcane, cactus, and other plants will grow instantly when supporting block is replaced with the same type of block. That's gone. No more yeah. zero-tick farms, which I am happy for. I never liked the zero-tick farms. Nope, I wasn't a fan of them. Um, I get them, and I get they were cool. And I could never complain about them because I've always said that if it's in the game, even if it's not meant to be in the game, mm-hmm. completely fine with people using it. Yeah. I didn't like them. I never used them myself, but I saw no, it, it wasn't cheating if you were using no, it. No, it was actually really clever how they figure that out. Props mm-hmm. to whoever figured that out. But yeah, yeah, same thing. I wasn't a big fan. The only things I can see as cheating is like you're playing on a multiplayer server and you're duping diamonds and basically buying the shopping center out. That's the yep. only kind of real cheating that I, I could yeah. see taking advantage of game mechanics and stuff. To me, this next one is my favorite bug fix. The MC-122128 recipe book resets itself to close state after death. I got so tired of that. Hmm. Now, that being said, I mainly had a problem with it when I came back and forth through the end. It would constantly close the book. So I wonder if that gets fixed, too. But who knows? Yeah, yeah, that was annoying. It's annoying. It's something I ran into a lot because it's me. I die a lot. But, (laughs) yeah. Uh, The other two bugs, I'm not going to read out the MC number or whatever because that's a little weird. But grass and mycelium don't decay underwater. You can now use water to turn mycelium to dirt. And then turn that into grass now. That's finally back. That's been broken since, what, one thirteen? 
Uh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Wow. People have been having to change mycelium to grass manually instead of using water. Hmm. And then the last one, the Soul Speed Enchantment books can be found in chests. They can't now. You can only get them by bartering. See, now, when I got the Soul Speed Enchantment, it was only on the boots. I didn't get a book. And it was only on iron boots. Right. So I'm curious if you can get them on your diamond boots now. This, uh, I literally copied straight from the website. Mm-hmm. So they're saying there's an enchantment book somewhere. Okay. Maybe maybe a villager? Maybe. I don't know. I would like that to be an only a piglin thing. Okay. Because I think it's such a rare enchantment to use anyways. It yeah. would make it cooler if it was only an enchantment you could get by messing with the piglins. Mm-hmm. And it does Some help. Some might not like that, but... I was able to use it a good bit because, you know, those hoglins are pretty sneaky. But I was able to get away. Granted, they're yeah. a little bit slower on that. And I would very rarely catch them when I'm on Soul Sand. But mm-hmm. it was uh, it was pretty useful. I enjoyed using the Soul Speed. Yeah. Did it, because the durability kind of like randomly goes down based on how often you use it. Did you find it would like degrade and break too quickly? Or did it... Did you even not even notice? Like, did it stay good for a long period of time? I didn't even notice. And the thing is, that was the hmm. only enchantment on there. Didn't have him breaking. So, wow. Yeah, I was able to wear him the whole time. And it and it did vary. I got a soul speed three at first. I mm-hmm. did end up getting a soul speed one pair. So, they it does vary what they throw to you. Well, I mean, it only works or only kind of breaks whenever you're using them on the soul sand stuff so how often were you running on soul sand Uh, not too much all right i I might have been in a soul sand valley once okay we need to kind of have a triathlon to see the length of time Mm -hmm. because that's my big thing if you're putting them on boots with like mending and unbreaking does the unbreaking affect that enchantment yeah hopefully but you got an optifine update what you got Yes, Optifine is now 98% done with the projected completion date of April 6th. But that date is just a guess from the Twitter account. But that's great news. Yeah, People have been any update's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I know they've been taking a while, but hey, get it right, and uh, we'll go with that. The thing is, like, 116 is going to be coming out, and then we've got to wait for it there. <laughs> hey, not till June 12th. Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of something to come back, but I can't. You caught me <laughs> off guard on there. You caught me off guard. It's, it's the Mondays. Hashtag me 12. That's all I'm going to say. Anyways, let's get into this week's Discord ad by the one and only Link. Thank you so much, Link. Hello there, miners and crafters. This is Link. Come and join me on the Withering Effect Discord. It's a great place to hang out with the people that work on the show and other fellow listeners like yourselves. The link is in the show notes. Join today and let's discuss the game we love. Alright, thanks again, Link. This week on Block of the Week in Discord, we asked you to talk about the lectern, scaffolding, and dispenser. Vote on which one you want us to kind of give a little bit of background about and all that good jazz. And you guys voted. And the winner this week is... dispenser yeah why would you guys pick the dispenser you know how hard it is to come up with oh, useful man. features for the dispenser we do have a listener comment on yes. the dispenser so let's go ahead and do that one first yeah we got a comment from rpkm 
in parentheses. Uh, he said, for the dispenser, it would be also cool if the range it can dispense or use the item, it would be equivalent to the redstone input, which would be cool, but also quite annoying. Which I thought I that I thought that would be pretty neat. It really wasn't going that direction, but yeah, it probably get annoying. He's mm-hmm. definitely right there. But I thought that was think, worth mentioning. I think it would break some farms in some places. Yeah, um, maybe not so much. You have to worry about it, but it was a it was a cool idea. I'll give him that. It's very mm-hmm. outside the box thinking because the only things I could come up with, other than the normal stuff the dispenser does, I love the fact that the dispenser's got a little bit of love. So not only can they do the place and retract water buckets, they can now shear sheep. I mm-hmm. thought that was a game changer. I love that. Uh, the place lava and stuff. The only thing I could really think of, well, there's two things. One, be able to place immovable objects. So maybe be able to dispense obsidian. So it would finally kind of give you a, a way to move immovable objects, even though it's really only just placing it down. But the next was if you could put like an enchanted sword in a dispenser and it would act kind of like the shears do and whatever's right Mm. next to the dispenser, it would hit it with that sword. So if you have like a skeleton grinder, a zombie grinder, and you put a looting three unbreaking three sword in there and just kind of stand there and that dispenser's on a clock. Yeah. eh? Easy, easy way to get free XP. That's a good suggestion. You literally took it out of my mouth because that was my suggestion. Um, I, but I do I, this I, every week. I, I was more on the uh, side of like uh, an axe to where okay. it could uh, break the wood for you, like on a tree farm. Oh, yeah. That would be a great tree farm. If, if you could put axes inside of a bunch of dispensers, you know, you, you don't have to do that manually now. That's mm-hmm. one thing you have to do manually is wood farms. I mean, wood farms, uh, well... You have the TNT now that does it. It can break it for you, but I just thought that'd be a pretty cool idea. But yeah, yeah pre- pretty similar to yours. Thanks. <laughs> no problems. I actually like your version better. I really think that'd be an awesome advantage for a tree farm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Mayan, get on that. That'd, that'd be really cool. Uh, Other I, than that, yeah, I, just, I go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to mention that uh, I do like using the dispenser. My favorite way is to transport items. Um, yeah up water streams mainly there's clocks there's different circuits you can use to the dispenser that detects itself and spits it back out why use a dispenser for that not a dropper yeah oh yeah i'm thinking dropper that's exactly (laughs) what i'm thinking to me the dropper because it doesn't like launch an item out of it the dispenser Mm -hmm. launches an item a good three to four blocks in the air before it lands yeah and if you were to collect arrows it's going to shoot them exactly it's not going to dispense them so yeah i was thinking dropper i don't have this written down it just popped in my head well see that brings my next thing is the dispenser and the dropper they look so similar the only difference being that hole the dropper is square and the dispenser circular i'd like to see a new texture for one of those to really kind of change it up yeah and uh so you could tell them apart easier that's a good point but other than that, like the dispenser was a very hard item to come up with cool new features. They've already been implemented. I mean, the shearing of sheep to me is the greatest thing they've done to dispensers since they made a dispenser. Yeah. But other than that, to me, the dropper kind of reigns king because, like you said, item transportation. It's such yeah. a 
easy block to use and it doesn't cost like anything it's eight cobbles or seven cobblestone and a redstone dust it's so cheap yeah well they did make it where you could put used bows in dispensers now you remember when you had you used to have to put brand new bows to make dispensers oh yeah okay yeah it's yeah. easy so to craft. used yeah now that you can use used bows that's also a great thing that they've done to that the worst is when you have your your infinity flame bow and it's got it's you know it's got everything on it that you want and you turn it into a dispenser that's <laughs> this is true that's the worst but hey that's your fault i've done it before just saying it, it had to be on a monday right mm, probably not to me yeah <laughs> anyways we've kind of out of time do you want to go ahead and read us out jimbo sure if you like the show, you can share it with all your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, follow us. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you would like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at rippleeffectsmp.com. Tweet us. Leave us a voice message to join our or join our Discord where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links are in the show notes. Yeah, this show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer, Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be. I want to put it out there. He changed Jimbo's end script. Yeah, like, messed me a up. Little, <laughs> a little before the end. Hey, you got through it. Smooth. I know. Nice. I'm like, whoa, what's that? What's that doing there? Thanks, <laughs> it's Carl. like a whole full two sentences longer now. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the amazing music you hear in the intro and the outro was created by the one and only Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting withered with us. Go drink your milk now. Bye. See you later, guys.